Have you been born again, born a very literal second time, this time of the Spirit of God? If not, all of us who are were once where you are, and we understand your thoughts. In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt that will change everything for you. There is nothing in this world that can compare to the magnificence of born again. Surely this life-infusing experience transcends all earthly heights, for it dwells in heavenly places, high and lifted up, where it reigns supreme over all life's contradictions. Born again does not mean that your life will suddenly become a bed of roses as natural minds assess things. No, the born-again walks shoulder to shoulder with the fallen sons and daughters of Adam, enduring many like hardships. I recall a prophecy in the house of God one Lord's day, and his word to us was that we were to show the sons of Adam what the sons of God look like. I'm reminded of Sister Sandy, who was in the hospital's emergency room waiting on the doctors to emerge with news. Her young son had been in a motorcycle accident. The doctor's report was, your son is dead. At that instant, Sandy's hands spontaneously went up into the air, and she thanked God for his good news. Good news? You see, her son David was a strong, born-again man of God, and Sandy rejoiced that he was now in the presence of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, along with the full host of beautiful saints that had passed on before. The born-again face many similar hardships that the fallen experience, but the difference in their responses to those hardships is as stark as the difference between light and darkness, for so it is. John 3, 3 says it all. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. If you follow me in a simple prompt and follow from your heart, you will be born again today. Today, all of your sin and its shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken. The bigger, the better. Today, you will be a new creature. Today, you will be clean. Follow me, and today, you will participate in the greatest miracle man can know. Here is the prompt I promised. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Psalms 119, verse 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, and it giveth understanding unto the simple. God said, Psalms 103, verse 5, Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle's. God said, Colossians 1, 12, and 13, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Man said, I believe in a God of love, who will weigh my good against my bad, which, by the way, is according to my definitions of good and bad. The God of the Bible, he can take a hike. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1082, that will once again certify the glorious inerrancy of God's majority text, Holy Bible. 
All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as ammunition in the battle for the lost sons and daughters of Adam. Take advantage of the God Said, Man Said search bar at the top right. Type in the keywords of your question, from Adam and Eve to paradise to quantum physics to Armageddon and on to eternity, and watch the screen populate with related subjects. You can cut and paste and make your own custom digital gospel track and even send it on to someone you love. And every Thursday Eve, God willing, these features grow by one. Thank you for visiting. We are honored by your presence. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. This short God Said, Man Said series, dubbed the Light Series, uncovers many biblical revelations regarding light, as well as shows how today's science continually certifies Holy Writ, even if most of the time that certification comes inadvertently. It may have escaped the self-certified wisest amongst us, but certainly not the humble children of faith. Every sentence in God's Word is a piece of God. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In Revelation 19, 13, Jesus' name is recorded as the Word of God. Each word, sentence, and punctuation mark is precious, and you cannot add or subtract without distorting the very image of God. Isaiah 66, verses 1 and 2, describes the believer that God respects. Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me, and where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. In the first two features of the God Said, Man Said Light series, we covered an amazing array of scriptures that were once labeled Sunday School Foolishness. Today's science now says yes, absolutely, to these strange groupings of words. Remember, these words were always truth, even before third-party attestation. Truths penned thousands of years ago in God's holy Bible, once maligned and discarded, are now mainstream science. Be of good cheer, sons and daughters. Your faith in God's word will never be found misplaced. Never. The following is an instant replay of light, the Bible, and science. The Bible teaches that there was light before the sun. The world's academics once thought such an idea untenable. But today, science theorizes that there was light before the sun, just as the Bible says. Science now knows that if life is re light excuse me, is refracted at equal wavelengths, it will maintain its original force indefinitely. One can theoretically capture a beam of light in a can, and as long as that light was refracted in equal wavelengths, for example, in a prison-like structure, that can could be opened 30 years later, releasing the beam inside at its original force. The Bible knows this principle as the single eye focused upon Jesus Christ, the light of the world. If we do not add or subtract from God's Word, giving it exactly as it was given, 
it will have the same force as when originally spoken. This idea is commonly known as sola scriptura, which is Latin for scriptures alone. No additions, no subtractions, just equal wavelengths. Science has concluded that light is immortal. The Bible teaches that God is light and that he is from everlasting to everlasting, in other words, immortal. Science now knows that words can be converted into light. 3,000 years ago, God's word states, Psalms 119, 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. Psalms 119, 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Science has concluded that all matter, all physical things, are a product of light. They further theorize that in the next decade or two, it will be proven that light is a product of knowledge and understanding. Science calls this quantum consciousness. The Bible teaches that God used his words, laden with knowledge and understanding, to speak all things into existence, and yes, God is light. Biologists discovered that when an egg is injected with a sperm-like enzyme, Federal law prohibits researchers from fertilizing eggs with actual, actual sperm. A flash of light occurs. Life begins at this flash. John 1, 7 through 9, The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. The word is literal. According to Dr. Gillian, in his book, Believing is Seeing, and to Special Relativity, light enjoys a divine-like status in the universe, even sacred. Well, God is light, God is divine, and God is sacred. We are surely just scratching the surface on the marvels of light. Our knowledge here is elementary, but elementary is the goal. Childlike is the approach God will embrace. Light is laden with information. Consider how the cameras of old worked. The camera was loaded with a roll of light-sensitive film, which was then advanced until a number one showed up in the camera's window. Next, the cameras pointed at the subject to be photographed. Pull the lever or push the button to open the aperture, which allows the refracted light striking the subject to enter the camera and burn the image to the light-sensitive paper. When the film is processed, the pictures will be returned and will contain the information carried by the light. Light is laden with words. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature light series part two, Words and Light. What does today's science know about how light interacts in your body at the cellular level? God is light, and light is laden with the information of life. The Bible says the eye is the light of the body. Keep an ear on those words. As the eye is exposed to info-laden light, the light passes through the retina and is picked up and processed by the eye's photoreceptors called rods and cones. It is then funneled through the optic nerve to the brain, where, guess what? The info-laden light is converted into words so that I can understand what the info light actually said. The intent of the words is then passed on to every cell in the body. 
The cells are then energized by the intent of the words, and their laser systems light up and communicate with the other cells and what scientists call the language of light. So we see light to words and words to light. God is light. John, uh, 1 John 1, 5, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God is words. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. How do thoughts, silent words, and spoken words turn into light in the body and produce physical results such as health or disease? The following excerpts are from Dr. Don Colbert's book, Deadly Emotions. We can sum up in one word the basic communication link between what we think in the brain and what we experience in the cells of the body, neuropeptides. Dr. Candace Pert, a noted stress researcher, demonstrated that a certain class of our immune cells, the monocytes, have tiny molecules on their surface called neuroreceptors that are a perfect fit for neuropeptides. All of the monocytes have these receptor sites. The brain produces the neuropeptides, which are chains of amino acids, and, cut and conducts them along the nerve cells throughout the body. They are like the keys that fit into the molecular locks of every cell of the body. Dr. Pert has called them bits of brain floating through the body. The brain talks to the immune cells all over the body, and in turn, the immune system cells communicate back to the brain using these messengers called neuropeptides. If your brain interprets physical perceptions as anger, fear, or depression, every immune cell of your body knows that interpretation very quickly. End quote. Matthew six twenty two and 23, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Revelation nineteen thirteen tells us that Jesus Christ's name is the word of God, and the Bible declares he is the light of the world. If my eye is singly fixed upon him, my whole body will be filled with his light. We choose where our eye is fixed. God gives to his children the amazing ability to harness the power of his creation words and to convert them into light in every cell of the body and every one of nearly 100 trillion cells. End of quote. How is this for a strange grouping of words? 2,000 years ago, Colossians 1, 12 through 14 records, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins." For the child of God, the amazing light journey begins at the place Jesus calls born again. We once sat in Satan's dark dungeons of blindness, oblivious to the light. But one day, we heard the words of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is the word of God and the true light, and the words became the light of deliverance. 
Matthew 4, 16 and 17. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the dungeon and shadow of death, light is sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Our inheritance wasn't love, peace, wealth, beauty, or eternal life. Our inheritance is word light, which is the source of all good things, including, of course, the good things just listed. We have inherited the light of life and life more abundantly, even everlasting life and everlasting light. In this present world, our inheritance is demonstrated in the midst of the contradiction. In fact, I might even say most especially in the midst of the contradiction. I am reminded of Psalms 97:11. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. When we are obedient to the word of God, light is sown even at the molecular level, and it is demonstrated in the staggering Holy Ghost benefits we enjoy. Just as science now knows that energy light protons from the sun, creates physical things called matter, and also now theorizes that all energy is a product of words laden with knowledge and understanding, the Bible teaches that words laden with knowledge and understanding precede light. And we also can see that they are interchangeable. Proverbs 3.19, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. Genesis 1, 3, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. 2 Corinthians 4, 6, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Proverbs six twenty three, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and the reproofs of instruction are the way of life. 2 Corinthians 4, 4, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And isn't 1 Corinthians 1.18 beautiful? For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. Earlier I said that the benefits of seeing the light are staggering, even outer-worldly. The following excerpts demonstrate the amazing power of spoken words laden with knowledge and promise. From the God Said, Man Said feature, Ship Come Alive, 39,154,267,815 new cells on board. Several years ago, I watched a documentary regarding the commissioning of a U.S. Navy ship. The captain stood at the lectern addressing the entire ship's company, which numbered into the hundreds, maybe as many as a thousand, all standing in perfect military rank, while the brand spanking new ship sat empty and tethered to the dock. The final statement the captain made was a loud commanding shout, Ship come alive! At the command, one rank after another peeled off double time up the gangplanks and took their assigned positions. The ship was now alive and ready to fulfill its mission. This paragraph will seem out of place at first, but be patient. Everything is words, and everything responds to words. 
The words we speak are prophetic for good or for evil. Your body is made up of amazing cells estimated to be 65 to 100 trillion strong, and they were spoken into existence by God's words. Every second of the day, old, worn-out cells are being replaced with brand-spanking new replacements. Medical science tells us that in seven years, note seven, every cell in the human body is replaced, even the skeleton. To quote Dr. Lipton from The Biology of Belief, Every day, billions of cells in your body wear out and need to be replaced. For example, the entire cellular lining of your gut is replaced every 72 hours. In order to maintain this continuous turnover of cells, your body needs to expend a significant amount of energy daily. End of quote. Dr. Leaf had this to say on cell renewal and switch on your brain. That the brain is plastic and can be changed moment by moment by how we direct our thinking, in other words, the choices we make, is a top idea on the bestseller list, and it actually is the key to switching on our brains. Add this to the fact that every morning when you wake up, new baby nerve cells have been born while you were sleeping that are there at your disposal to be used in tearing down toxic thoughts and rebuilding healthy thoughts. The birth of these new baby nerve cells is called neurogenesis, which brings to mind the Lord's mercies are new every morning, Lamentations 3, verse 23. End of quote. Your brain and mind give direction to these new cells by the intent of your words. These new cells will respond directly to the words you think and speak, and physical manifestations will result. Imagine. In seven years' time, every cell in your body is replaced with a new healthy one. I took the high number of cells, 100 trillion, and divided it by seven years' worth of days, 2,554. The average new cells coming on board in 24-hour period is 39,154,267,850. These God-given word cells need a word grading. God said, man said, addresses the amazing power of the spoken word in various features, such as secrets and demonstrations of power speaking. If you are interested in finding more features about the amazing power of words on God said, man said, simply type words in the search bar above and take your time pursuing the selection that will populate your screen. Word cells deserve a word greeting. As the commander of the ship, I must come to the lectern and address the brand new seamen. They need to know where they are and what awaits them. They need to be given a Holy Ghost welcome. I put together a deck of 3 by 5 inch index cards that I use to address my brand spanking new cells every morning at the end of my morning prayer. Here they are. Card number one. I awoke with 39,154,267,815 brand new healthy cells replacing old, worn-out ones. Card 2. Welcome aboard, new friends. Welcome to the family of God. 3. You beautiful cells are in a fortunate place. 4. My body is the temple of God. Card number 5 and 6. Here, there is no carnal fear, no depression, no anxiety, no hatred, no bitterness, no drunkenness. Here, there is no dope. No lust, 
no covetousness, no slothfulness. Here you'll eat a sanctified Holy Ghost diet. Here you'll drink living water. You'll eat bread from heaven. Here, everything is beautiful. Here your efforts will result in eternal glory. Welcome to the house that Jesus made. The Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost live here. Ship, come alive! As we apply God's words to our life, the results are marvelous indeed. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen through 21, Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes, and ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thine house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children, in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon the earth. There is a word light, spiritual, biological reason why those who attend church services two or more times per week live 11% longer. Dr. Leaf said, you live into your thoughts, and so it is. It's time to start a Holy Ghost dialogue. Words create physical changes. This is the inheritance of the saints in light. Ship come alive! End of quotes. God is truth. His word is true and righteous altogether, and his truth is bigger than proof. God's hallelujah word is the place to build a life and a family whose light will last forever. It is the inheritance of the saints in light. God said, Psalms 119, 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. God said, Psalms 103, 5, Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. God said, Colossians 1, 12 and 13, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Man said, I believe in a God of love who will weigh my good against my bad, uh, which, by the way, is according to my definitions of good and bad. The God of the Bible, he can take a hike. Now you have the record.